It's time for Mac Break Weekly. Andy, Renee, and Lori are all here. We're going to preview the Apple 2019 event. It's coming up, we think, in just a couple of weeks. We're going to have Renee's going to going to do a psychic clairvoyant thing and tell us exactly what's going to happen we'll talk about apple tv and apple arcade we've got pricing and a little bit about content as well and tim cook's amazing iphone photos for world photography day it's all coming up next on mac break weekly netcasts you love from people you trust this is twit This is Mac Break Weekly, episode 675, recorded Tuesday, August 20th, 2019. Apply different. Mac Break Weekly is brought to you by Rocket Mortgage from Quicken Loans, who make the home buying process work for you. Their award-winning client service and support will help you every step of the way. Get started online today at rocketmortgage.com slash MacBreak. And by... DoorDash. DoorDash connects you to your favorite restaurants in your city. Get $5 off your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code MACBRAY. And by Worldwide Technology. Worldwide Technology's Advanced Technology Center is like no other testing and research lab anywhere. With more than a half billion dollars of equipment, including the best OEMs like NetApp. And it's virtual, so you can access it 24-7. To learn more and get insights into everything it offers, go to WWT.com slash twit. It's time for Mac Break Weekly, the show where we cover the latest news from Apple. Hello, Lori Gill, iMore Managing Editor, beautiful Sacker Tomato. And it looks like yes. you've got a, uh, a couple of droids in the Cherry Blossom Festival behind you. That's yeah, that's, that's cool. That's, that's uh, yeah. It's nice. um, a friend of mine goes to Japan every year, and he brought that back for me. So it's that's my the, little special. It matches special Mac Break Week <laughs> yeah. purple, so it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Andy Anako is also here from the Boston Public Library. No, I don't mean he works at the Boston Public Library. He's literally coming from the Boston <laughs> Public Library. <laughs> actually, actually, it's actually it's a local public library. It's like a 15-minute walk from my house. Nice. Support your public yes. library, kids. Absolutely. I'll let you podcast from there. <laughs> and from Montreal, Canada, Mr. iMore.com slash Vector, Renee Ritchie. Hello, Renee. Hello, Leo. I wore this for you today. I don't know if you can see it, but it's the... Oh, the uh, original uh, Apple logo with Sir Isaac Newton. Yeah. A mind they sell it wandering. at the company store, so they haven't abandoned it completely yet. <laughs> I think that I, I, that was the one that was designed by the third Apple founder. Yes. Um, oh, and no one ever saw him after. I've interviewed him. Uh, John, Wayne. Jeff something Wayne. Uh, oh, I can't remember his name. But, uh, the one who wasn't Steve's. The one who wasn't a Steve. <laughs> and he left because he was too nervous about, uh, yeah. uh, you know, the, all the risks they were taking. And he said, "I can't well, handle this, man." To, to be fair, to be fair, he'd already been burned really deeply once with like a, one of these a nineteen seventies like hippie startup that left him like really, really in debt and deep and problematic. So yeah. we should we shouldn't we shouldn't judge. He sold his ten percent stake in Apple, which, by the way, oh, today man. would be worth what? Yeah, God only knows. Uh, for eight hundred bucks, Ron Wayne and I interviewed him. He was we've had him on Triangulation some years ago, and he was completely cool about it. He said, "Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. What are you going to do? Easy come, easy go. Easy come, easy go." 
But he did do he that logo. already make money then. Because <laughs> if you're not making money anymore, I'm pretty sure it's a lot harder to deal um, with that. <laughs> I don't think he's wealthy, no. I mean, uh, 10% of Apple's... What is Apple's uh, net worth? A trillion, trillion right? Dollars. So he'd be worth a, <laughs> he'd be worth a hundred billion dollars. That's real money. <laughs> yeah. If it didn't get diluted. So uh, speaking of real money, <laughs> everybody can get their Apple Card today. Yay! I did it well, live. Um, uh, everybody except <laughs> Canadians. <laughs> Every American. Do you want to see what that what the actual Apple Card? Yeah, because you okay. got it a while ago, I, right, Lori? I'm having trouble saying these words. Actual uh -huh. Apple Card. <laughs> yeah, I've got the, the physical. Beautiful. You got the titanium? Let's. <gasps> oh, you haven't opened it yet. Oh, it's so oh, big. No, oh, wait. It. Oh. I just put. I just put it back in. It's a little. That's pretty. I I just applied because I couldn't get it until today, but now everybody can get it. Look at that. And could you cut meat with that? Is it a, is it sharp? <laughs> it's <laughs> not. Like from no, Daredevil I, I, wants to know. Show show, show a card, Carson. There you go. Yeah, it's it's definitely not sharp. It's, but uh, what's nice is you can hold it up and uh, there is no identifying information on there except your name. No, I can actually show you my yeah. card and I'm not worried about somebody I trying like to that. steal my information. It's got a chip. It also it's nice. really white. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I white. figured titanium white would be metallic, but it looks really white. Mm. It's white. Is it painted? No metallic. Scratch it. See if it's painted. <laughs> you scratched it. I'm scratching card. it. The only I, thing that can scratch it is another Apple card. <laughs> yeah. I think it's painted just because you can see it's it's metal and on the yeah. on the side. So I was wondering if it was laminated because remember like the titanium uh, power books, they had a problem where eventually enough flex would right. get into it and you'd see like little cracks along the sides of the titanium. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Well they certainly know how to work with titanium. So if sure. you've been if you've wanted an Apple card and have done as I did every day for the last three weeks, woke up in the morning, <laughs> opened the wallet, pressed plus. <laughs> if you after you press plus and you say continue, if it shows you a camera view, uh, so you can scan an existing card, I'm told force close the app and do it again. But starting today, Apple put out a press release. Everybody who's eligible, that means you have an iPhone 6, iOS 12.4, the latest version of iOS uh can apply and you're in the u.s you can apply uh goldman sachs determines whether you get it or not based on your credit i had to give it my last four digits of my social and take a picture of my driver's license did you Lori? i didn't i had to give my social security but not my uh my id so i don't know why but for some reason it wanted a picture of the id but it was all done in real time in just a few minutes in fact i did it on the air uh, if you watch ios today from this week i actually did it in real time because i thought it'd be fun to walk through that uh, yeah, i was very, very pleased i got a, <laughs> they must like me i got a thirty thousand dollar limit on the thing i, Whoa. Can, I can go <laughs> buy a i got i wow. almost afford like a mac money. pro <laughs> So that's pretty, that's <laughs> almost almost. I, th I think I think they know your Apple Store buying history. I think that's exactly <laughs> like, what they were how, looking how at. How much? How much is a new Mac Pro? <laughs> that's the credit limit we'll get. Yeah, Nothing yeah. less than that. Yeah, I uh, um, got twelve point nine nine percent. You could get as much as twenty three point nine nine percent, which is not a great interest rate. In fact, they tell you what your interest rate and limit will be before you say okay. So you can go through that whole process, find out what they will give you, and decide whether you want it. Which I think is prudent. I don't don't sure. you know be careful with your credit cards, kids. You know that. Unless you plan to pay it off every month, I think it's nice to have this. If you have Apple Pay, what are you getting additionally to just regular Apple Pay? 
Well, you get the uh, 2% cash back. And you get credit. 3% at Uber as of today. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, Uber and Uber. Uber Eats. Yeah. So yeah. 3% cash back with Apple purchases and Uber purchases. And you figure, you figure I didn't think about that much, but you figured that's got to be continuing. Like there's all Starbucks. There's just so many potential yeah. partnerships that can yeah. play there. You also get, of course, a wallet app that tells you how much you owe right now. Nothing due. I have nothing to pay. Uh, so that means your Apple card is still white. You haven't bought anything yet. What? It changes color as you buy it? It it does, yeah. And and it changes colors when you pay it off. So if you pay off the entire balance and you have nothing again, it goes back to white. <laughs> oh, really? Nice. Should go to green. Yeah. Goes to white. Okay. And what? And somebody, uh, I think Micah was saying, it turned coffee color when Megan bought something at Starbucks. <laughs> is the color tied to what you're buying? I don't think so. That might have been a coincidence. The category. Um, I think food yeah, and drink is orange. Here's uh, yeah. This is uh, John's. So you bought. What did you buy, John? Food. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. It looks like it's slightly stained <laughs> by the food. <laughs> the food you've I been eating. Just have a it was pure white, and now you've tainted it you've with coffee. You've tainted your card. It looks a little burnt. That's cool. That's cool. Mine uh, right now has a little bit of. Uh, oh, it's not. There Ooh. we go. It has some purple in it. Yeah, you got a multiple bit of purple, colors. A little bit of bluish colors. Oh, yeah. that's total I gamification. Like yeah, like I want to just go buy something. Where's the green? How do I get yeah. green on my? Oh my, my god! I want to find out where where I can buy something. Vinyl records, Lori. Vinyl records. You gotta join. <laughs> yeah, you gotta join the Reddit subreddit, uh, Apple Card subreddit. I'm sure they'll have all the details. Yeah. Just as we join the Pokemon Go subreddit or the Harry Potter yes. Wizard Unite subreddit to get all the details on how to play the game. Uh, yep. So if you've been waiting, wait no more. Um, you published a September 2019 event preview on imore.com, Renee. Um, is there much to preview yet? What are we previewing? Uh, I mean, so the September events are one of the most stable, I, I think, in the tech community. It's like Apple's almost certainly going to have a September event. It's almost certainly going to be iPhones there. We've had I, Apple Watch for the last five years, so that's probably going to continue. Uh, and given that they said there was more to come with uh, TV Plus and with Apple Arcade, that that's likely for that event. Plus, we always get a couple bonus features from iOS and macOS, depending on you, hardware features that get introduced during the event. So I feel like if you if you were going to predict an event, maybe WWDC is just as predictable. The March ones and the October ones are always kind of wild cardy a little bit. But I feel like the September one, we always have a sense of what's coming every year. You even describe the opening moments. Music plays. The Apple logo <laughs> dances something clever across the big screen. Then the lights go down. Tim Cook takes the stage. Good morning. Good morning. And the September event is on. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We have some exciting <laughs> things to show you today day three iphones yeah. yeah i mean it sounds Maybe. like we're gonna get to me it sounds like this is a repeat of the iphone 7 plus playbook where the physical design isn't going to change much from the redesign and the s year but they're going to throw an extra camera on it throw some extra finishes on the phone so it won't look entirely similar to the year before and then just focus no pun intended really heavily on that camera technology yeah there is a rumor there will be, uh, and I don't know what you think about this, guys, uh, an iPhone. Shall we call it 11? 
at least for for the pro- so this is super interesting yeah. because right now people look at the iPhone and they think it's super expensive. It's a thousand dollars, but you can get this cheaper version called the iPhone 10R. And what it sounds like they're doing is flipping the tables on that so that the R model becomes the iPhone. So now the iPhone only costs seven hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> again. But if you really want to, if you want fancier cameras or whatever other doodads they add to it, then you can go up to the i to the iPhone Pro, and that has the three camera system, <laughs> the bigger size all of that stuff and then it, it it's it's weird it's completely marketing but i think it's the kind of marketing that actually re- like it doesn't resonate but it sort of makes a difference in the way everybody talks about it yeah i think it's just going to make a lot of people angry but i'm <laughs> i'm concerned with this this whole pro naming scheme i don't know if this is such a good idea we all know what happens when apple puts out something and calls it a pro all the pros get really angry because it's not pro <laughs> so I'm concerned. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's such a good idea. <laughs> well, if it had a Type-C connector, it, that would be a pro feature, right? Well, Andy, is there a backlash with the P30 Pro? I've never heard anybody even blink at the name no. Huawei P30 Pro. Oh, and I have because, a I have a, a OnePlus um, 7 yeah, OnePlus Pro. Pro. Yeah. Which yeah. Uh, so pro can con- connotes something in means people's minds. Anymore. Well, not. it means well. And well, what, what's what constitutes a professional phone? I really think the only professional phone out there is the uh, Samsung Galaxy Note because that's the one where it says doesn't matter how big it is, doesn't matter how much it costs, just give us everything that can be used to use this instead of a laptop. Other than that, it really is all about like Facebook and cat videos. Really, are you going to get? Are you going to say and Harry Potter Wizards Unite? Okay, I'm sorry, I overlooked that. So, but yeah, so you get persnickety about laptops and desktops, but yeah, when phones, it's like okay, we're gonna we're gonna say that Pro stands for PR only. Well, but Pro on an iPhone would would kind of make sense if it had a Type C connector. Apple could continue yeah. with the lightning connectors so that the people who bought a lot of lightning dongles, everybody, wouldn't feel weird. But those of us who, you know, that's what the iPad Pro partially connotes, right, is, is a Type-C connector. I think I would buy it just for the Type-C connector. Not until next year, sadly. You don't yeah. think so? No, no. Not until next year. Wasn't that the rumor, though, that the Pro might be a Type-C, or was that just a... I, somebody, think, somebody's... I, I think it's been squashed. Uh, oh, I'm pretty, okay. I've heard a lot of chatter about it for next year. How about a pencil? Next to none for this How about year. a pencil, like the iPad Pro? I would love it. Maybe? I feel like the EPA... I, I don't think we're going to... I mean, I would love it. I would be the first person... And I would be sitting there at every park bench doodling my <laughs> fingers off if yeah. we got one. I've been wanting it for years. I just don't... We, there, there hasn't been any solid rumors about it. There's like Barclays Capital Ventures, which I think is 37th in line of accurate Apple rumors. <laughs> <laughs> Would you consider buying a Galaxy Note 10 just for the stylus, Renee? I've thought about it. I've actually used them. I really like it. Um, it's not my favorite pencil technology anymore. Like I just think we've gone beyond digitizers. Right. And I used it. I used Wacom for 10 years. I used Cintiq right. forever. And once you get used to not having a reticule, not having an air gap, not having to deal with a digitizer, you, you don't want that back. Um, I, I, I think the, the Note's always been my favorite Samsung device, but I just, I really love the pencil technology and I want that on a phone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, right. it's going to be something. You, 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 you want to think that Apple's going to want to say, here is what you can do creatively and artistically we didn't just throw this in as a note taker that uh, it, it was it'll be pleased they'll be pleased if they do handwriting recognition and it's a regular input device but i think the the demo video they really want to show is people actually creating art with it and people uh, are you using it as like a, a a new accessory for the camera app to indicate that hey i want to, I, I want i like 
of these of this uh, series of four photos of my kids. I like the smile of my third kid here. I like the smile of my uh, second kid right here. So make one that makes uh, the best picture possible. Stuff like that. So I could see Apple really getting wanting to hold off until they really have a great use case or a great video for it. Great. <laughs> They would also not make it, it so that if so you put the if you put the pencil back in wrong, it'll get stuck and you have to yes. buy a new phone. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> I, I did that before your time, Lori, but I actually did that. It was you. on the show with us, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was on Mac Break Weekly. I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, um, those are the moments. So forgive me because I wasn't here last week. And by the way, Andy, thank you for uh, filling oh, in for me. I Renee, Renee, oh, Renee did the job. Well, you were all I here. Did a spectacular job. Yeah, yes. thank you for doing that, Renee. Uh, so I, you probably already talked all about this. So I don't. I hope if I'm not re, regenerating the same story over again. But we are getting close. Do you, did you talk whether it would be September 10th? Uh, I don't think well, we talked about it, but it probably would be. I saw some or yeah. uh, somebody I published September 3rd. No, there's no way September 3rd. That's Labor Day. No, Labor Day no weekend. No. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. So September I mean, no 10th <laughs> is a Tuesday. It's the it's the first Tuesday of the month is the day after Labor Day. And traditionally, Apple, because there's so much rehearsal involved for these events, they don't make their employees come in on a three-day weekend to prepare for yeah. it. So traditionally, they wait a week. It would be completely consonant with all of their events in the last yeah. few years to be the second Tuesday. Uh, the only one they moved was uh, was on September 11th, right? So they made it, September, yes. they made it a Thursday. Right. They do it Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. yeah. So I think September 10th, we know that. And and presumably that means for pre-order the Friday following and delivery the yes. Friday following that. Yes. Yeah. Although once in a while, like the last two years, one of the, the units has been delayed, but it feels like they've gotten that production ramp up solid now. So we yeah. won't have to so see any October my wife, November launches. My wife Lisa's iPhone 10s Max bricked while we were at the podcast movie. Oh, no. And mm. I said, well, don't worry about it. You take mine and you're going to get a new one in three weeks anyway. <laughs> she said, I can't exactly. wait. <laughs> she's going to, she's going to take it to the Apple store. And actually I was able to do a DFU and get it back up and running, but still that's nerve, a little nervous. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and she, the other thing that happened, she used my, so the good news was I had my 10s max identical phone and I just took her SIM, put it in mine, uh, you know, erased mine. And she was able to use, use it as hers. And she said, oh, it's so much faster than mine. And I've been saying for a year, I think you got a dud because she's always losing connectivity and stuff. Yeah. Is that possible? Sure. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely. always a small percentage of them. Yeah. 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 But how it's, do you it's prove? technology sometimes. Yeah, happens. that happens to anything, right? Yeah. But it's well, I'm going I'm to steal Andy's advice and just say you take it back. As, as soon as you even have an inkling of it, That's you take it I back thought. as early as possible. I mean, it's still under warranty. Yeah. But again, she's going to yeah. get a new one in three weeks. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially, and this is a good that's... time to. And this is a this is a good time to remind people that, particularly when Apple has a brand new phone they've just released, they are even extra eager to collect signs. Anyone, anything that have been water damaged, anything that have been ah. dropped and screenshot. They really want to collect those back to engineering to see how it broke and why it broke. Oh. Uh, and so it doesn't it doesn't mean that if you dropped it accidentally and you violated your warranty that they're definitely going to swap you for a new one. But <laughs> it's possible that the uh, the store that you're go that you're at has received like sort of a hunting list saying that we want four cracked screens, we want two uh, water damaged ones, and they might be able to actually swap it out immediately. So it's worth it as, as with anything with the Apple's with Apple Genius Bar, it's worth checking out because the latitude of uh, the Apple Genius Bar to fix things and make you happy is pretty wide. Interesting. So now's the t this would be a good week. 
Yep. Bad week to buy a new phone. <laughs> However, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I kept telling her that, don't, you know, okay, fine, but don't get a new one. <laughs> whatever they, whatever they spare, just sitting on the shelf, just in case. Yeah, I do. And she For those three weeks. One. Although now yeah. that, that I have an Apple card, I'm not giving up my, <laughs> now uh, <laughs> tell me, tell me a little more about this Apple card. Can I, I can use my watch, right? Mm -hmm. It's anytime yes. I want to use Apple pay. I don't need the card to do stuff. I can use Apple pay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, you can buy anywhere Apple Pay is accepted, and anywhere on the internet where you're making online payments. I love you can that. Use Apple Card. I use Apple Pay uh, all the time online because it's just the it's one click. It's a very easy thing to do. Yeah. Okay. And it's secure. So I don't really need and this then phone. When you, if I mean, if I gave up my phone, I could still do it. You need the phone to sign up for it, though. And to you pay do need it, the phone to sign up right? for it. Oh, and yeah. to pay it? And to yeah. manage it and to pay it. Yeah, yeah. You oh. can use your iPad to pay it. If, uh, okay, I got an iPad. If you, right. okay. you, if you lose your iPhone, but you definitely, it's it's built around you need the iPhone in your life. <laughs> you don't have yeah. to carry it around with you every day, but you have to own it. You have to have it on you somewhere yeah. in, in your house, even if you just like shut it off. Like an Apple Watch, Leo. <laughs> I, yeah. got, I, got yeah. the, I got the invite. I, I got the invite last week. And then when finding out exactly, I, I thought that I could just like sort of trick the trick Apple and say, well, I'll put my SIM card in like to one of my old Apple, uh, my old iPhones, use that to sign up and then just test it out. And then I'll just have it in my wallet for whatever. After finding out exactly how difficult that would be, it's like, okay, so I'm going to get another credit card just so I can test it out for maybe a week or two and then it will be so <laughs> impractical for me to use that it's just mm. there to cause problems for me I bet later on yes. so no but now wait you use, you use an iPad though Andy don't you but how can yeah, I use it with an iPad there's no wallet on the iPad uh, it, I'm trying to remember settings I think it's in settings oh. yeah oh. yeah it is it's settings I think Apple Pay, Let wallet me, and Apple wallet Pay. Wallet and Apple and Pay. Oh, so the wallet, car. yes, you're right. The wallet and the iPad is in settings. Yeah. Um, so you can I, do that on your iPad. I don't yeah. yet see my, it hasn't updated to, to say you have an Apple card though. Are you running the beta on your iPad? Yeah. You have to have the latest beta that they just the released. There was another beta. I got one the other day. There's another. It does for iPhone, maybe not for iPad yet. Uh, the latest beta puts it on the iPhone 13, but okay. I don't know about the iPad. Oh, okay. Let me just see if there's a software update. The beta life is hard. No, I'm at I'm up to I'm at 13. <laughs> I'm on the public beta, uh, but I'm at 13. So maybe it just hasn't communicated yet. Because shouldn't it just at least show up as a payment card in my default card and all that stuff? Because I changed I it to my default card. It's in the card. iPad beta. Because I did check and they said no, it was it in the iPhone beta it. as of the most recent one. So that's another thing we'll get presumably when will we get that not september 10th the week that week so it will get be ios 13 and ipad os right yes it'll it's usually two days before launch so whatever the wednesday that's the, the tuesday 11th. or wednesday is before the phones yeah. come out oh before they arrive so yeah. the following week you can pre-order yeah. you would be able to pre-order on the 13th iPhone 13th. 3G showed them that it was really, really a bad idea to release new operating systems on the same day as new phones. Yes. <laughs> Put it out a few days early. Yes. Okay. And for those who Only are using... Only one disaster at a time, please. For those who are yes. using the public beta, uh, is there anything they need to do or will they now get the final 13 and then just not... They'll stop or do they need to stop getting the betas? Do they need to take that profile off? What do they have to do about that? If they don't want to stay on the beta program, they're going to want to remove that profile. But when the update happens so far in the past, um, you know, I can't guarantee it this time, but so far every time the um, public beta has been the same as the final 
uh, or I'm sorry, the public launch has been the same as the final GM of the public beta. It's been the same number and everything, but that's not necessarily for sure. Once the day happens, we'll know for sure. And we'll let everybody know either you don't have to do anything or if you want to get on the public beta, you have to remove the profile and go that way. But it's, it's pretty easy if, if it's not the same numbers. Yeah. Uh, is the version we have now, the most recent public beta, which just came out, is that you think the final? Um, I'm going to say no. I believe we're going to have two more betas before then. Give me what day of the week we're on here. Wow. They like Um, really try to polish it up the final Yeah, they usually release these betas um, every Monday or Tuesday. I think Mondays are the publics. Renee, you might have a better reminder of this, but I think it's every Monday are the public betas. Yeah, because I think I updated yesterday. That sounds right. I think I developed uh, updated yesterday because I'm on the public beta, not the developer beta. So developers are usually the day before and then the public. Yeah, but not always. Not always. Yeah, and And they're doing way more betas. They used to do betas. They used to do betas every couple of weeks, and then they would stop before, like, stop for a while before the public release. Right. Sorry, before the the general release, and now they just every week they're just pumping out betas. Nice. Well, fixing those little exciting little times. Let's see. <laughs> let's see uh, in um, Rene Ritchie's prognostication post. You know, he's playing the gypsy fortune teller. He says. Probably, maybe we'll see Deidre O'Brien on the new store openings, right? And the AR demo. It depends. So there's two there's two intros that Tim Cook switches between. One is I'm going to explain. I'm going to show you something really cool. Um, well, the worst one is when he tells you a baseball story. That's like DJ Kobach <laughs> on the stage. But when he just goes to like, here's the new Apple stores and Angela comes out, or here's the new environmental policy and Lisa Jackson comes out, or here's what we're doing in enterprise or education and Susan comes out. You know, all of those are are good. If the effect if, if the event is jam packed, he's like the business is fine and we're just gonna go right into <laughs> things. And that's my favorite. Yeah, nothing to say, nothing to see. Move along. Yeah. Um, and then in the past few years, uh, Jeff Williams has come out to talk about yeah. Watch. Watch has always been first, at least since it started appearing in the September shows. And so the current rumor on Watch, which I thought was great, and this comes from the beta, some images yeah. in the beta, is that there will once again be an addition uh, and you'll have a choice of titanium or ceramic. Yeah. They skipped yeah. the addition this year. Which was a relief to me. <laughs> Saved me a few hundred dollars. <laughs> I think they wanted to let the gold steel, like they had a new design and a new finish with gold steel and they didn't want to just blow all their finishes in one year. Because if they're going to do S years for the next while, like that design is going to be around for a few years. All they can really do to juice excitement is change the finish. So if you do all finishes in the first year, you don't have any of those left. So I think it was, in retrospect, it was smart to sort of let the gold steel shine, so to speak, and then reintroduce ceramic and do other stuff over the next couple of years. So the guts will not yeah. be updated. I have a heart. So some people are saying that there's this theory, you know, and Zach Hall at 9 to 5 Mac did a great job writing this up, that because the, the series... Uh, four was such a big improvement that Apple may not release a new Apple Watch this year, that they might just pr- either price drop the Series 4 or just leave the Series 4 and focus on the software. I just I have a hard time believing that, though, because Johnny Saruji's team, they're just so good at pushing systems and package forward. And that's like the SOC for the watch because it has even more components all shoved onto the same chipset. Uh, you know, they had the the 
S, the original S1 and the original Apple Watch. Then they had the S2 and S1P in the second one. We've had S3 and S4 now. I have a hard time thinking they'll go a whole year without an S5. Hmm. But then maybe the idea is that, you know, it's sort of what you might call the incremental Apple Watch upgrade, which is a new chip and maybe slightly longer yeah. battery life. And that's the upgrade, which it's an upgrade that counts. But it, to some people on the outside, that might not seem like that big of a deal and not really you know, something to promote in such a big way. And so maybe that's the idea behind that. It's just is, hard to see. Well, like it's what is little, next? They did LTE. Yeah. Like they had a whole year where it was all about a cellular and a whole year where it was like the new design and they did the waterproofing the year before that. There's always like a big thing. My big remaining feature is always on display or at least like one mode that gives me the time all the time because it's the only watch I have where I just can't always see the time. Uh, and if they made a better chipset that's maybe seven nanometer, way more power efficient, instead of spending that budget on something else, they could finally spend it on a persistent display. And then I would be super, super happy. Yeah, I, I, think, I think the next thing to look forward to is going to be. I think the next thing to look forward to is going to be micro LED and an upgrade to the heart sensor. Uh, they haven't really changed that hardware since the launch. And now there are a lot of incremental updates that allow uh, heart rate sensing to be a lot more accurate and also to consume a lot less power. So I think that we're going to see one sort of like under the hood sort of update with uh, the health sensors, but then a, a big, uh, a big, big, big change with uh, with the display. Because once we, once we upgrade to that kind of a display, it really opens up a lot of things. Things like we will have either uh, enough drop in power load to either give us a much thinner watch, which not a whole lot of people are clamoring for, but it would be nice on the smaller version of it to make it even more uh, subtle uh, on the wrist. But also it could give deliver what uh, what Renee wants, which is let's have a monochrome sort of black and white display that will just be like an analog watch or an analog time indicator, similar to one of the few really, really great features of Wear OS of Android watches, which is let's have a low power mode that just tells the time, uh, doesn't really activate the CPU, but can actually give you the time as soon as you flip your wrist. Wouldn't that be your wrist. cool? I'd love to have yeah. an old... It's next I, year. I mean, the micro LED is supposed to be next year, though, so I'm... Okay. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So... But that's, I mean, that's, I have to agree with Renee. That's one of the biggest things. Like I was moderating panels at Boston Comic-Con all weekend. And every time I needed, my timer for the for the day was always like this, like GP, this the Casio G-Shock watch. Because if I have an Apple watch, I actually wear it pretty often. It has much better like displays and much better like tools for timing things. But if I want to be able to like turn my wrist and it, not only do I see how much time is left, but it is still a stopwatch. It is still a timer. It didn't decide to be like a weather station while my, my while my hand was down. This is the only solution you have. So the ability to have a persistent display that is absolutely controllable that is uh, that that's going to be a really really big plus for the Apple Watch for me. Uh, all right. I'm just trying to get an idea of how much I'm going to put on my Apple Card this, uh, this month. <laughs> all of it, Leo. All of it. All yeah. of it. Yeah. So you're, you're, who's, who's going to be the first person to try to turn their Apple card black? <laughs> <laughs> if you buy everything Apple announces in September 10th, it'll go black. That would be kind or of maybe cool. maybe it becomes the eye of Sauron once you're like, look, you're not only are you at your limit, but we know you have no ability to pay this back in, next, in the next month. Apple is watching you. <laughs> uh, Apple TV. And I love this Renee's video of the Apple TV dongle. I want one so badly. This does not exist. But no. it would be cool if it did. Um, actually, I have to say, I have dongles time. for Fire TV and for Roku. Yeah. And in both cases, they overheat. 
and they're, I think that makes them a little less reliable. Uh, the Chromecast is yeah, pretty solid, though. But the Chromecast yeah. is not doing as much, I think. I feel like. Maybe not. Maybe it is. Yeah, the Chromecast is fine. Yeah, all the Chromecast does is stream from a URL that's provided by a phone. Right. So it's not necessarily, it's not maintaining, it doesn't have to have the power to maintain a user interface. It doesn't have to have apps on it. It really, it's just an app on a, on another device or on your browser, sends it a URL to stream from, and then it just simply streams from that URL. So I have been getting questions. Uh, in fact, I got a question this weekend on the radio show. Should I buy a new Apple TV now or wait? And of course, anytime Apple's got events coming up, you should wait. Yeah. yeah. But do you think there will be a new Apple TV? I have a like the actual I, box. I have a hard time seeing it because what like it's what so they overpowered. Need? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's got an A10X yep. in it already. Yeah, As, I have a feeling Lori? they're going to upgrade it this year, but it's going to be a minor upgrade. I I don't know exactly what that would be, but because TV Plus is coming supposedly in November, I think they're going to try to reinvigorate an audience that maybe hasn't invested in Apple TV yet, or maybe hasn't gotten and uh, they haven't upgraded in a few years or something like that that you know now is the time like i don't have apple tv 4k i have um it was it's even like pre apple tv hd because it's it was the the <laughs> version before it i think that was apple tv that's 3 if i'm not mistaken but that's all you need on your zenith yeah it's <laughs> it's true it's, it, but Ooh, if, fancy if, I've, I've been, too, I've been too rich to buy an emerson like me <laughs> <laughs> sorry i've been holding off buying a new apple tv specifically for that reason like i'm just kind of waiting like i now have a 4k television set so yeah i, you I do could need it. and should yeah, yeah but i'm waiting a little bit longer because what if they're going to announce just one tiny new feature right. and i think for anybody who's slightly interested in tv plus they either don't own apple tv or haven't upgraded for a long time this is like a great opportunity for apple to just do something small that doesn't, you know, change too much. Just add a little bit more, a faster processor, or, uh, you know, some some better connectivity or something like that. And suddenly, mm -hmm. those of us who haven't bought one in a few years are ready to go. Or maybe those who are on the fence before finally say, okay, now I'm going to buy it because they put a new one out. I didn't. Yeah. I, I, I I'm it, reading your article, I, Renee. I didn't realize the Apple TV came out in 2017, the 4K. So it is two years old. Yes, last year they just added. They, they enabled Atmos on the existing hardware. Right, that right. was the. Go ahead, idea. Andy. No, I'm I'm just saying that we, we still have like the basic Apple TV box still costs like 150 bucks, doesn't it? I, I if either way, I think that the the thing that I could really see Apple doing is one way or another finding a way to sell an Apple TV box for 99 bucks or somehow break the hundred dollar barrier. That's whether the competition. That is to, that's Roku. That's Fire TV. That's who's you're yeah. It's just, it seems like it seems like above a hundred dollars, you really have to explain why what extra stuff you're getting for for all that extra money. And I don't think that Apple can really make that make that explanation right now plus uh, they got so much if they can generate so much excitement over the the new service that's going to be a great opportunity for people to say oh well gee i don't even have an apple tv box i think i'll buy one of those and anything to remove a barrier or to move to remove let's say uh 10 seconds of extra thought from someone's head uh to actually uh, click that button to make that purchase is going to be to apple's benefit Apple does have yeah. some new products to talk about, and we will talk about those in just a minute. But let's take a little bit of a break. Mac Break Weekly, Renee Ritchie, Andy Anako, Lori Gill. Pleasure having you. I missed you guys, honestly. Although it, I have we to say, missed you too. podcast, this, so this, was, this is the remaining, the last man standing of the podcast expos in the U.S. There are many expos all over the world, and there are even regional ones in the U.S., but this is the last <laughs> national one. It's now called Podcast Movement. 
And there were 6,000 podcasters there. It's been going up 15% oh. every year. And it really felt this year uh, like a, like it was a different quality. In the early days of Podcast Expo, and then it became uh, the new Media Expo, it really felt homegrown and kind of, yeah. you know, funky, <laughs> which I liked. <laughs> now all the big brands, Spotify's there, iHeart's there. iHeart had a big party uh, it really feels like a big business all of a sudden. And it does attract, as it always has, a lot of people who are new to podcasting and want to get into podcasting, want to learn more about podcasting. It's always fun to see these fresh young faces who have no idea what they're getting into. <laughs> and and I had to wander, I was wandering around thinking, they have no idea. <laughs> but it, it was fun uh, to go. And, of course, you see a lot of faces uh, from not as many from the old days as I'd like. Uh, you know, you don't see Adam Curry. You don't see Don and Drew. You don't see uh, Zay Frank. There's a lot of people who would be fun to see. Um, but I saw a number of them, and that, that was really great. Uh, and I just I'm pleased to be in an industry that is about to uh, really break out, I think, as a, as a new form Every every big media company was there. Uh, you know, you could see the difference. It's changing a lot. So thank you for filling in, Renee, and thank you all for doing the show without me. Were oh. they the ones in suits, Leo? Like you could identify them oh, yeah. based on their, their IBM ties? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, it was a much better dressed crowd than uh, it has been in the past. <laughs> it, and even though we are in Orlando where it is 98 degrees and 100% humidity, uh, <laughs> it's so funny because you're tempted to wear shorts because it's really hot out. And then you or get inside, and as everywhere in Florida, it's air-conditioned to 65 degrees, and you're freezing. <laughs> <laughs> so oh the sensible people were wearing, you know, suits and overcoats and wool hats and mittens. <laughs> 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 it, it, was, it was really chilly. Our show today, one of the things that we saw absolutely was a, was a lot of new uh, advertisers. I think advertisers are really discovering it, and it's really been fun for me to, to watch that evolve. And I have to say, we... We have we were one of the pioneers in doing advertising and podcasts and doing it the way we do it. And I'm very proud of the way we do it. We pick our advertisers carefully. We try to establish long-term relationships. And we only recommend products that we know and use and love. And I'm really glad to see Rocket Mortgage is back again from uh, Quicken Loans. They've been with us three years now. We really uh, are. They're the best. When it comes to getting a home loan, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans is the place to go. Of course, it's hard to find a house, but you also have to find a mortgage for this, the biggest purchase you'll ever make. And what I love about Rocket Mortgage, they're really doing a lot to help you understand the process. So it's transparent. It's clear what you're going through. You get just what you need. Let's face it, it's not just any mortgage. It's your mortgage. It's something you're going to be spending the next 30 years with in some cases. Their team of mortgage experts at Rocket Mortgage are obsessed with finding a better way. Their number one goal, to make that home buying process smoother for you. Their client service is the best in the land. It's award-winning. In fact, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination nine years running. That's how I know that we've been with them for a long time because it was seven years running when we first started doing the ads. They're highest in mortgage servicing six years in a row. For J.D. Power Award information, visit jdpower.com. This team cares about getting you home by getting you into your new home. And their online technology is state-of-the-art. And I know as geeks, we all, we all appreciate that. When you work with Rocket Mortgage, you get more than just a loan because Rocket Mortgage is more than just a lender. Go to rocketmortgage.com 
slash MacBreak. Take the first step toward the home of your dreams. You can get started online today. Pre-qualify even before you go house hunting. It makes you a much more desirable buyer at rocketmortgage.com slash MacBreak. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Rocket Mortgage from Quicken Loans. Push button. Get mortgage. Rocketmortgage.com slash MacBreak. Thank you, Rocket Mortgage. Thank you, Rocket Mortgage. Um, oh, let's continue on with Renee's walkthrough <laughs> of the event. My divination. His divination. <laughs> He's reading the tea leaves. A child He's will always be been born. pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah, no. And if you go to enough of these, there is, it is a, there is a kind of a formula. They break the mold sometimes, but there's a kind of a rhythm to it. After, if they announce Apple TV or they talk about Apple TV, almost certainly the big topic will be Apple TV Plus and Apple Arcade. And there is news in the Apple TV Plus and Apple Arcade yeah. space. Uh, we're starting to see at least rumors of pricing. Um, and the Financial Times, and I don't know where they got this from. Mark Gurman says in uh, Bloomberg, Apple TV Plus will be nine ninety nine. That makes sense. That's about where you'd put it, right? Ten bucks a month. So yeah, can I quibble with that? So Mark says they're discussing a bunch of different pricing options, and I'm sure nine ninety nine is on there because that's what News Plus costs, and that's what Apple Music costs. But the rumor is Arcade is going to cost four ninety nine, and it it seems to me, it feels to me like if you don't have catalog content, you can't charge ten bucks. Just like mm. that's just my well, and, and, and didn't we always say where's the? I mean, we always thought there'd be a, there'd be a bundle with Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, Apple Arcade. Is there a bundle? Have they? T I didn't. I'm see hoping any. that's the one more thing. I'm hoping that's that'll be the. There's very tight blood. They don't have to discuss that, but I'm hoping that it's like one more thing. Here's the Apple bundle. And if the they the do, event. then whatever price standalone they announce is meaningless. It's it's yes. the it's the table setter. For wow, and I can get all of those for just fifteen ninety nine. And Jennifer Aniston for fifteen ninety nine. Yeah, right. <laughs> they are putting the Apple. They are updating the Apple TV Plus uh, teasers, and they're f for the first time. It seems to me because I use Apple TV on the on the Apple TV. I use their app, showing it. It's a big bar of upcoming new shows and the new and the new trailers, right? But it's a lot of pressure because they just announced that Disney Plus uh, is going to come to Canada and a few other markets in November, day and date. And they have really, com really competitive pricing yeah. compared to Netflix. Yeah, um, They're not going to be on Amazon um, products, which is super interesting, at least at launch. But they're going to be on all the Apple stuff, which means they'll have the same eyeballs that the Apple at that TV Plus will have. And that's just, you know, they're friendly, <laughs> Disney, to be sure. And <laughs> Disney Plus is going to be in the TV app as part of channels, which is really awesome. I didn't think they'd do that. Um, but it's, I think it still puts a lot of competitive pressure on TV+. Plus. I would play uh, some of these trailers from the new Jennifer Aniston, uh, Steve Carell morning show, for instance. But I don't want Apple's lawyers to take down our YouTube video. And <laughs> Apple's lawyers might just want to think about that because it is, in fact, me playing an ad for your content. But I can't. <laughs> I won't. So there you go. And all I get in my YouTube recommended is other people uploading trailers from every single studio. I know. All the time it anyway. drives me yeah. nuts. As part of YouTube recommended. I feel like I'm being targeted or something. Anyway, it's happened a number of times now. We can reenact them. Yeah. You be Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. Andy, can, Lori can be Aniston. <laughs> Andy can be Carell. I'll be Reese Witherspoon. And I'll just sit and watch. Um, you're, you're the narrator, Leo. Do you, I, now, I haven't the seen the newest trailer yet. I, the first trailer was completely uninspiring. Uh, are you excited it about it now? News, the new one has a very the newsroom vibe. Um, like it yeah. doesn't have anything resembling yeah. Sorkin's 
words, but just the vibe of behind the scenes, important times, newsy things going on was very the newsroom. And newsroom me. was a flop. Yeah, I loved it, but it was a flop. Yeah, it was a flop. But there was there were some people who really loved it. So yeah, as with everything Sorkin does, uh, there are people who love it, and then people go. Ugh. It's all the same show. Just some people like the Sports Night right. version, and some people right. like the West Wing version. It's all and some the same. People show. like the sixties. Yeah. 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 I'm rewatching the West Wing because that is the greatest show of all time. Yeah, but uh, but I, half those jokes are from Sports Night, and half yeah, are repeated yeah, I again. Know. Studio I, 60. I like Studio Sixty. I love Studio Sixty. I was yeah. the only one. But that was also because well, I, I like behind the scenes TV stuff, so I might enjoy this. And the newsroom has the exact same pilot as Studio Sixty, like exact same. Uh, pilot. <laughs> oh my god! Um, so. Uh, they'll also, according to the Financial Times, and no one knows where they're getting this number, Apple uh, says they're going to spend, what was it, $8 billion? Six, Six, I think. $6 billion. That's right, $6 billion uh, on new content. That's a big number, much bigger than the yeah. billion they've spent so far. But dwarfed by what Financial Times says Netflix is going to spend, which is $14 billion next year on new content. $14 billion. <laughs> You're starting to get... Like close to the GNP of a major nation at this point, mm. but the the difference is that Netflix is not nearly as profitable as Apple. You know that Apple is going to be able to keep making these purchases for years and years and years. Netflix isn't in any trouble. I, I, I'm quick to say, but when you talk about how Apple is launching something. Uh, you feel as though they have they have a better opportunity to invest big and not have to worry quite so much about the results immediately, uh, whereas Netflix is uh, they're going to they're often positioned as the biggest uh, the, the the company in the most danger now that uh, all these amazing huge new uh, streaming services are opening up in the next yeah. year. Netflix became Netflix. A because they were really really good, but also because they were the first ones doing it. They became they they became the the Velcro. They became the Band Aid. They became the Google. The name for what you talk about uh, all streaming. And now Apple is jumping in. Disney buying Disney now now uh, controlling Hulu, having control of all of that library and jumping in. CBS is now doing uh, is now expanding what they're doing. You're getting a getting a cinematic series like Picard uh, uh, up to bat. Yeah, this is going to be a real really challenging time to even be Netflix and I think Apple is in a really really great position with uh, because they they just just like uh, I, this is this is not a dig against Lori absolutely not I want to preface that <laughs> by saying it but it's like watch it uh, you're, 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 when when you're if you're a parent and your kid says that my passion is music I'm going to be in a band I'm going to be performing for the rest of my life you want to hear them say but I also have a hundred two hundred thirty billion dollars in cash so that I will still be able to pay the rent while I'm pursuing this dream Apple is in sort of this position where they can pursue this dream of creating wonderful content and building up a brand while knowing that they've got a couple of hundred billion dollars in which to sort of fortify their dreams uh, before it becomes completely profitable. So if the band breaks up and they have to go back to college, they're just like, oh, that's okay. It was, it was a good try. <laughs> I have to think yes. that, uh, first of all, Netflix has to spend the money. They don't have a choice. This is their, yeah. their, The problem is they're running as fast as they can and they're losing ground. Um, I have to think that this is the year where consumers say, another $9 subscription, I can't do it. Yeah. I don't. I won't do it. Uh, at some point, consumers are going to have to say, "I pick one or two or three, 
But when you have, what is it now, eight or nine? So my get, my guess, and, and this is smart because there was a rumor that what Apple is not going to do is just dump all the shows, uh, you know, to binge watch. They're going to dump like three episodes and then have yeah. them be regular so that people can't just use their free month. But what a lot of people I know are doing is that when Stranger Things comes out, they resubscribe to Netflix for a month, watch everything they can possibly watch and then cancel <laughs> again. And then go to like Disney, and then they're going to go to Disney Plus and watch like the backlog of Marvel shows and Star Wars shows, and then cancel that. And it sounds like they like they they want us to subscribe to all of these, but we are going to be extremely predatory in what and how long we watch all of them, and sort of stagger them so that we're only paying for one at a time, maybe two. Or yeah. or you'll be like me, and I am probably like more people out there in this world where I think I'm going to do that, and so I subscribe to this, you know, stars or something like that, and then suddenly I'm just paying for it every month and forget to. I wonder how piracy is going to be affected by this because there are a lot of people who are good, decent, honest people generally. But once you push them to a certain level of saying, well, now to watch the five shows that I like, I'm going to have to pay $60 a month. And if you find yourself that there's a subreddit where if you just subscribe to the subreddit, they will show you where this episode has been uploaded on YouTube and watch it during the 36 hours before content match takes it down i really think this is going to spur a lot of people to make to, to become to, to see uh, the, uh, the the benefits of living the pirate life and so <laughs> we're back to tim we've talked about whatever it is <laughs> oh well wait a minute apple arcade rumor five dollars right yeah uh that's actually the right price I, I would pay yep. five bucks that's one app right yep. And you're going to get and 10 games gorgeous. updated every month. It looks like fun. I think that that's the right price. Definitely. Yeah. That's leaving some money that. on the table, probably. Do you think they make money at five bucks? I, I don't know. I, I guess know it depends on how money. many people will subscribe. Oh, I guess you're right. If 100 million people sign up, yes, they'll have enough money <laughs> to pay all the developers plenty. Yeah. Yeah. So they, that, that's, yeah, they're right. That's right. Because they only pay for the game once. Yeah. Right. I think that's it a just good looks price. like so much fun. Like even if you're going for a road trip, you want to throw your yeah. kids in the back with like an iPod touch or an iPad, not have to worry about any weird ads popping up or anything that's pretending to be a game, but like 30 seconds in is something really horrible. And they can just sit there and stream and play those games and new stuff comes along often enough that on the ride home, they're fine too. And Apple promises <laughs> that none of the games have uh, in-app purchases. So you don't have to worry about that, yeah. right? Um, they're all unlocked. Uh, they're all and all fully unlocked. And are they... Did they say anything about whether they're online or you could play them in airplane mode? You can download them all, yeah. You can download all of them. So all of them are yeah. airplane playable. That's really yep. big. I think this, yep. I'm much more interested in this than Apple TV Plus, pr frankly. It's all fun and yeah, games with streaming services until Apple. like this weekend. Sorry. Finish your thought, Renee. Until this oh, weekend. I was going to say, it's all fun and games till this weekend when, like, login for Harry Potter and, and uh, Pokemon Go and Ingress <laughs> all go down for four hours. Oh, was it that bad? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I think sorry. all of Google went down, but I only noticed the Pokemon stuff. Lori, <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what were you thinking, Lori? I was just going to agree with you, Leo. I, I, I don't watch a lot of TV shows. I, I like to just browse around and watch a bunch of movies. So I'm really not that interested in TV+, Plus, but I'm very interested in... Especially four nine. I thought I assumed that just like all the other subscriptions, we were looking at something closer to nine ninety nine. Even though that I thought that was a lot, I just kind of assumed it would kind of fit that packaging scheme. There's so gonna be to a find bundle. Out that it's only five dollars. What yeah, if you got probably. arcade, TV, and music 
which would be nominally, if you got the family plan, $30. What if you got that for 15 Or it'd have to be a little more, right? Because the family plan's 15 I'm thinking Say that 20. they're going to keep Apple Music separate from that really? bundle. I think Apple Music is very lucrative. And yeah, yeah. I I personally think that that the better bundle that would make us decide to go all in would be the new services. So News Plus, TV Plus, and Apple Arcade and bundle all of that into something around the $15 range. I think that would, that make sense. would be a really great idea to get you on board with three things that you might not individually right. buy or buy into at all. But as a package deal, you might think, well, that makes them only $5 each per month. And that seems reasonable. That also makes so, your iPad like a great entertainment device, right? It's like, yeah. The, yeah. it's like the complete kit for your iPad, except for music. But, mm. Yeah. Yeah. But music is music is a real revenue generator for them. I don't think I, I don't know if Apple thinks that they need to cut to give anybody any deals on Apple Music as yet. I think that they would do that after about six months to a year if they find out that they need to goose Apple TV subscriptions. They need to go, to goose arcade subscriptions. So let's get more people on board by offering them a package. I don't think that, I, I really don't see them doing that until they feel as though they have to do it. Yeah. Oh, this is so interesting to me. Well, uh, yeah. this is when we'll yeah, find out, presumably. It's I mean, so new. Unless exactly. it is possible. Since we're talking November time frame for the launch of TV Plus, that's what the, the German says. What did, did they say? Did anybody, any rumors say when that Arcade would come out? Same time. I think Same uh, time? if I remember, uh, if I remember, was it 9 to 5 Mac that has the video uh, walkthrough of it on um, yeah. the, yeah, so... Uh, they reported that within the wording of the of the information in the trial period for employees only, yeah. that um, the I think the way they worded it was that the um, forty nine cent subscription price ends when iOS thirteen comes out. Right. So to me, mm. that means when iOS thirteen launches, not in the not in November or later this fall, but actually when iOS 13 launches, potentially that's when we're going to see Apple Arcade come out. Mm. Donuts. So <laughs> it's possible that if they're going to do, as we think they will, a MacBook and iPad uh, release, that maybe they'll have an October event and announce everything then? No. You do it during no, the I iPhone. Think, I think we'll get that. the services in September, yeah. 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 Okay. I, well... I'm wondering what the how they're going to do Apple TV because the way to get every single news news outlet, big and small, to cover this is to get Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell and all of their stars Out, there yeah. at the event. Not uh, just make it more, make it more like one of the upfronts where you don't you don't just get here some clips that we put together, but here is Steve Carell improvising on how funny it is that he's working for Apple and it's uh, all that sort of stuff. So I, I'm wondering if they would even decide to let's just do a New York event, which we launched this separate. In which we don't want to, uh, we don't want to distract from uh, announce our iPhone announcement. We don't want to announce from other hardware announcements. We just want to make sure that everybody is really, really excited about seeing this brand new show f featuring stars that they love and uh, that, that they can actually sub uh, subscribe to and lift right, right now. So I, I think that their audience for that event, for the Apple TV event, is really going to be YouTube to make sure that there's going to be those clips that go everywhere. Interesting. The March event kind of fell. I wonder if the March event fell so flat with having them all there that they're, they'd be afraid to repeat it, though. 
Well, it was it was it was a weird decision because they weren't they weren't announcing when it was going to be available. They weren't announcing how much it was going to cost. They weren't announcing anything more than here are some celebrities and here's what we plan to do. Please remember us in four to eleven months time. Yeah, they shouldn't it, have done it was that kind event. Of, yeah. It was kind of destined to fail. Yeah. So maybe they do a do over. Maybe they get a do over. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted. I'm just ordering lunch. Uh, just uh, keep talking amongst yourself. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I got my DoorDash open. That's that's rude. I was thinking maybe though a chicken uh, chicken tikka masala. I'm kind of in the mood. What do you think <laughs> from Everest? That sounds good. Oh, doesn't that sound good? And a little garlic naan. Get me one. Get me one. Will you? I can't do the garlic naan because yeah. I'm keto. But the chicken tikka masala, I think I could do that. Or they have the tandoor chicken, which is definitely. Keto. I'll get a little. I'll uh, get a little. Uh, I'll get. I'll go. I know what I'll do. I'll get the uh, butter chicken, and uh, and then I'll get it uh, medium. Add it to my order. There you go. I love this DoorDash baby. Why cook when you can get slices on your sofa? <laughs> That's their slogan. <laughs> Seems messy, but it is the best way to eat the best food from all of your local restaurants. Not only the big chains and they do have all of those we've got mcdonald's here we got wendy's chipotle chick-fil-a the cheesecake factory we've also got our local favorites like lala's creamery the best homemade ice cream i've ever had our indian restaurants are italian what's nice about doordash is they're connecting all the big names with your local names over three hundred forty thousand local restaurants too door-to-door delivery in over 3300 cities in all 50 states, and yes, Renee, Canada, too. Don't worry about dinner. Let dinner come to you with DoorDash. Here's the deal. If you put your Door, the DoorDash app on your phone, it's already there, isn't it? If it's not, get it. I don't know why you wouldn't have it on there. And then uh, your first order, uh, 15 or more dollars, you get $5 off when you use a promo code MacBreak. That's a good deal. Five bucks off when you use a promo code MacBreak on your DoorDash app. I just love. I'm. I'm. I don't know. This is the only problem. Is it's hard for me to choose. But I do like chicken tikka masala. I'm going to add that to my order. You know, you can get orders from a bunch of different restaurants. Why choose? <laughs> Have them delivered right now. <laughs> and yes, it uses Apple Pay. Of course, it does. DoorDash. <laughs> put it on your iPhone. Put it if you got some other phone, Andy. Put it on your other phone. <laughs> but you got to have DoorDash, and don't forget the offer code. Five bucks off when you use a promo code MACBREAK. Lunch is on its way. I'll share a little with you when I get it. I'm excited. <laughs> Moving on to the event, Renee's Peerless Prognostications. <laughs> we have now gotten to, they didn't even, they haven't mentioned the HomePod in a while or the uh, the AirPod. They did. They they mentioned it in passing at WWDC because you can hand off from your phone yeah. to your HomePod, and you but can have multiple listeners. Your your you yes. have multiple AirPods listening to your phone, so they've kind of mentioned it peripherally. But is there anything? Yeah, there's new? supposed to be a bunch of other stuff about the HomePod that they haven't announced yet. So that that to me would be interesting. I don't think we'll see a home like I would love to see a home theater system. I'd love to see a HomePod Mini, especially because I think that it could be really interesting if they do like Andy said for other products, but crack that. $99 or $149 market with um, with their assistant product or their just their speaker, actually, because the assistant product's not going to crack it, but the speaker product. Uh, <laughs> but AirPods 3 is super interesting because AirPods 2 got pushed back to the spring and now are AirPods 3 still on track for the fall or do they move those to the spring again? It's, uh, 
It's interesting and, times. And you mentioned, although this seems hard to believe, since Apple did announce its you know new uh, wireless charging AirPods this year. But what about yeah. a third generation, says Renee Ritchie, with noise cancellation and sweat resistance? <laughs> yeah. How about over-the-ear versions? They did uh, They did announce just the other day, they announced colors for the Power Beats. Yep, finally. <laughs> time for this, too. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, what about air cans? I'm to wonder about that. Air cans. Now you're talking. <laughs> actually, you know, Microsoft makes Surface headphones. They're over-the-ear yeah. headphones. They're actually decent headphones. I think Berman had the rumor Apple was working on them going back a year, a year and a half ago. Right. Why would they release it under an Apple brand, though, instead of Beats? I mean, isn't this all Beats, really? The same as AirPods. I mean, I think Apple wants to differentiate. Like, they want to have the latest technology, the highest end, and the most avant-garde products. And then they use Beats to sort of fill in the back catalog for variations, like, around the ear and on the ear and colors. And, like, there'll, there'll never be an Apple Air Cans in every color for every Olympic team, but there sure will be a Beats version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> will they mention the new Mac or the new, you know, the new MacBook or the ipads at this event or will they keep the slate clean some people said but it feels like that's always october to me yeah i think i don't even think i'm going to predict not even an event in october just you know a press release the i think they'll do it mm. so if they have the new ipads and they have like with the big cameras and they have the new 16 inch macbook pro i think they'll do an event because the last time they didn't do one was 2017 and that was just hellacious because it was one thing after another. It was the 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 new iPads Pro. It was the new iPhone. It was Air. It was just one product, and I think it was way too much for one event. All right, should we make a bet? I bet you one chicken <laughs> tikka masala. <laughs> or how about a I'll butter dash your chicken? Your doors, you dash mine. <laughs> Uh, and then Renee says, uh, as he said earlier, that the one more thing maybe would be a bundle. I like the name Apple Prime, but there's no way. There's no way. No, no. they wouldn't. No. No. They would, yeah, they wouldn't do that. Take that, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Take that. Apple Prime. Mm. Uh, this just in, the president is tweeting. <laughs> oh, no. Uh -oh. <laughs> uh, you can stop right there. I'm going to take a slug at Dr. Pepper for this one. <laughs> so Tim Apple went to have lunch or dinner with the president at his Bedminster golf course earlier uh, a couple of days ago. And to plead his case against Chinese tariffs, the tariffs uh, for some devices like AirPods would kick in September 1st soon. Uh, and the, uh, there is a, there is a moratorium till December 15th for Macs and, uh, iPads and iPhones, but nevertheless, Mr. Cook made his case to the president saying, uh, Samsung's not going to be paying tariffs. You really want to favor Samsung over his red, white, and blue company called Apple. And, uh, the president said, well, you got a good point there. I'll think about it. Essentially, he said there might be a bailout for Apple if there's a hardship because of the trade war. But he said, and I'll quote him, this was this would be very short term. If I didn't help them, they would have a big problem. The smart people say thank you very much, and the dumb people have no idea. I don't even know what he's saying here. Anyway, enough said. There yeah. you go. Okay. But it is, I mean, the reason I bring it up is this very much will affect Apple's business. And, and Cook had a very good Apple point when he said this favors Samsung, doesn't it? Samsung won't be paying. I never thought it. I'd hear Apple and and bailout in the same sentence. Uh, uh, well, again, uh, I 
I, I don't I don't want to start talking and then not be able to stop for no, 30 minutes. No, that's good. So We've said it all. Comment. That's good. That's fine. Um, during Fireball, John Gruber taking a little, uh, taking his licks at Siri and the fact that people were, human contractors were listening to Siri. Uh, this Now, we knew this, but the Guardian kind of really got Apple's attention. Apple uh, yeah. issued statements saying uh, we're going to suspend the program. But uh, Gruber said apparently the billboards Apple put up at CES should have read what happens in your iPhone stays on your iPhone, except for some of your Siri recordings, which we listened to. He was <laughs> mad. He's mad. He said Apple has to uh, keep to a higher standard if you're going to say privacy is your main goal. I don't have, I mean, every single one of these assistants has human grading. That's how you get better. I wasn't surprised to see it uh, on Siri. I knew Amazon and Google were doing it. Maybe there is a little bit of a difference because uh, there are settings on both the Echo app and with Google. You can listen to the recordings. Uh, you can turn it off as well. Apple doesn't really tell you which recordings have been saved for review and the real issue he has and i have and we all have is not with the ones where you say hey shlomo but the ones where we have a cat <laughs> named samantha we call her sammy every time i say hey sammy my home pod goes well, yeah, 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 yeah. so uh, so that's the thing is these so-called incidental recordings where you didn't tr say the trigger word you weren't at thinking about some the device recording it, and you maybe were talking about other things. Agree? Disagree? It seems like yeah. uh, when John no, gets upset, that's there's good reason to be upset. I, so I think in, this is this is an example. We weren't bothered by or surprised by to hear Amazon or Google doing doing this, and we were up in arms when we found out that Apple was doing it. Even though, if we think logically across the board. Of course they're doing it. That's what, you know, that's what they're all doing. Have they to. have like yeah. people, you know, like um, using research and development to make their voice better. That's that's kind of part of the process here. But Apple, just just like what Grumman says, is Apple stands on this platform of privacy and brags about how private they are. So they're going to be scrutinized much more of about this kind of thing. So on one hand, we can all look at it and say it's not really that big of a deal. But if they're going around bragging about their privacy, but they're actually not really being that transparent with something like recording things that are happening in your house, that to me is an example of not you're you're not walking the talk. You're 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 talking about how private you are, but you're actually not following through with that by being transparent about something as private as my phone in my bedroom every single night. Yeah. yeah. But my difficulty on an ongoing basis is Apple wanting to present themselves as, hey, we're just here to help humanity and we're all about design and beauty and the arts and creativity. And I don't think that that's a lie. I think that's that is how they aspirationally define themselves. But they are a multi they're they are a huge trillion at times a trillion dollar company and they will make the same decisions that a trillion dollar company makes. And even leaving the trillion dollars out of it, they are still making technology in the real world, which means that if the. the if, the re if people choose to believe that the reason why uh, Google and uh, Amazon were allowing pe human beings to listen to conversations is because, well, because these two companies, they're horrible. They don't care about privacy. They don't care about propriety. Apple would never do that. 
you have to realize that no, they're doing it because that's the only way to make this magical technology that you love work. And if you think that Apple has somehow made some sort of a breakthrough that allows them to never have to do that at all, you need to learn about how <laughs> this stuff really works. So it's uh, John's absolutely right. It's it is they. It's one thing when. Uh, a company doesn't reveal something because they didn't feel it was necessarily germane, which I think is the uh, which I think is the the actual reason. It's another thing when you are making a PR statement, not a, not even necessarily a moralistic statement, but a PR statement about here's why you should here's why you should give you should uh, give us your money and not any competitors because we do think we, we take care that other companies do not. You really do feel as though you've been lied to, and it hopefully makes you think twice about any other assumptions you've made about a, a certain company. Gruber, uh, this is actually a, a, a good point he makes here. Compare and contrast what's going on with Siri with iOS's transcript feature for voicemail. At the bottom of every transcription, iOS asks whether the transcription was useful or not useful. If you tap either one of those, you get a very explicit prompt. Help improve transcriptions? Would you like to submit this voicemail to Apple to improve transcription accuracy? Recordings will only be used to improve the quality of speech recognition in Apple products. Do not submit recordings if you believe the speaker would be uncomfortable with you submitting the content to Apple. And then there's a cancel and submit button. He says, you've got to address the same prompt every single time. Every time. He said, that's how you do it. In fact, that's exactly what Steve Jobs said in 2010 at the D8 conference. He said, privacy means people know what they're signing up for in plain English and repeatedly, I believe people are smart, and some people want to share more data than other people do, but ask them. Ask them every time. Make them tell you to stop asking them. If they get tired of you asking them, let them know precisely what you're going to do with their data. I think that this this is a mission statement for privacy. It's a yeah. good – the difference is with the voicemail, you're going there to look at your voicemail, and then you're 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 reading it, and you see that prompt – but with accidental, so for example, the biggest problem here is with accidental triggers, you would pick up your phone and it would say an accidental trigger has happened. Would you like to report this? And then it's interrupting you every time. And I think that's I think that's great UX, but you also have to have, please don't bother me. With, like, please never do this. Please ask me every time. Please always do this. Don't ask me anymore <laughs> because we're, we're seeing now there's just there's death by a thousand prompts. There's so much prompt fatigue yeah. that I, I worry that people won't even look at this if it starts popping up every time. Yeah. Well, there's got to be somewhere in between the two, though, for Syria. I mean, there has to be. <laughs> so, there has to be. Uh, Amazon has the um, <clears throat> the Echoes uh, smart assistant app, and every query, even when it's is accidental, it, it just shows up on a list. Right. And yeah, I kind of like idea. being yeah. able to look at that. And, right. and even it could even be something that's like stored locally. And you can choose, send this to Apple, send this to Apple. And then at the end of every day or just whenever you remember to pop in and look at it, or maybe you get a notification on your phone once a day, don't forget to check your Siri query. And you can go <laughs> in and, you know, decide what you want to to send to Apple for review or what you would rather keep private. You know, if you wanted to uh, help Apple do that sort of thing, I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with sharing my accidental queries with, with Apple. I just... I think that it's important that we know ahead of time that that's being done and and to what level. So I like the idea of having just like the Siri app and you open the app and all of your 
queries are just right there for you. And all of the ways that Siri has um, tracked your information to develop, you know, the weather in where you're at or, you know, the, the listing of your um, upcoming events or something like that, the way the Echo version of their their digital assistant app works. That would be so great. Yesterday. Because like on a Mac, you can pin it, but you can't do anything like that on iOS. Yep. Mm. Yesterday was World Photography Day. Uh, Tim Apple sharing some of his... <laughs> I know. I'm going to call him that from now on. Sharing some of his uh, favorite <laughs> shot on Jerry iPhone. Crisp. <laughs> Here is... Uh, that's, a, that's a beautiful picture. The iPhone caught the uh, morning light uh, beautifully on that one. Yeah. Uh, that's from Guess 8. Uh, here is a picture of the Dolomites by Carolyn Steig. Her Instagram is We Travel the World. She's a great travel blogger. And then in a moment on a Baku beach by Mikhail Zatulivetrov. Uh, some beautiful images. Wow, that looks like a painting. That's amazing. So uh, if you if you aren't already following uh, Chairman Cook, uh, Rainbow. That's a double rainbow. A double he's rainbow. Not chairman, isn't he? Isn't I forget who's chairman, but it's, oh, he's not uh, chairman. It's Tim. He's president. No, <laughs> yeah, CEO. El CEO. Yeah. El CEO. Tim Apple. Um, tulips on a spring morning in the Netherlands. This is this is Twitter cunt. This is the way Twitter should be. Oh, look at that. Uh, wouldn't that be great? Look at the color. <laughs> Red's so hard to do in digital, and that's just beautifully done. Uh, on a recent summer road trip with my family, we stopped to play on these hay, bale, hay bales. I caught a photo of my daughter, Airborne, with her pigtails flying into the sky. It's Todd Lawson. Wow, <laughs> shot on iPhone. Wow, that's a. These are these are really stunning. So they're I not the all. Insurance company would love to have those photos. Oh, and 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 here's Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell. That's I can't play that. I don't want to live. I don't want to get pulled down. <laughs> can't go. Uh, also, this uh, tweet, Apple is uh, celebrating America's national parks this month with a special badge, a special badge for your I, uh, your Apple Watch if you walk three miles, August 17th through August 25th. In other words, right now, Apple make a $10 donation to the National Park Foundation for every purchase made with Apple Pay at an Apple store, apple.com, or the App Store in the U.S., and you can also get your very special Apple Watch badge that will... Be uh, do you have it yet, Renee? All you have to do is complete a walk, run, hike, or wheelchair workout of three miles to get this animated sticker for messages and activity. I, think, I don't have it. I think it's U.S. only. I have to oh, that. man. Yeah, I need the Canadian I National Park. I don't move three miles at one time, any time in my life. I'm so. going to do it tonight. <laughs> Just to just to get that, you start walking, Leo. I'll start walking. We'll meet somewhere in the Midwest. <laughs> we'll meet, yeah. We'll meet in the middle. Uh, Ooh, just like Marina Abramovich's final uh, breakup uh, art piece with her, with, her, with her husband. Oh, really? Sorry. They walked in opposite directions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was uh, when they decided to break up. They she uh, they they started at opposite ends of the Great Wall of China. Wow! And they That's both a long walked. Walk. And wherever and wherever they met up, that was going to be like the piece. Yeah, that was. That's when they <laughs> so killed like, each other. Like, that's when they, oh, they battled. <laughs> the, That's when they decided who got the Porsche. Yeah, <laughs> who got the comic book collection? Do they split? And then they sat down in the Great Wall and they split up all their CDs. <laughs> Apple Books will feature our national parks, a themed con collection that will guide readers through notable national parks in the United States. Good for I really appreciate Apple doing this. Actually, our national parks really are a treasure. 
The mm-hmm. App Store will highlight essential apps to help you plan your next national park visit. So this is good. Yeah. National parks are absolutely one of our uh, most amazing. People come from all around the world to see those Apple Parks. I mean, National Parks. Apple Park, too. Actually, they all come. Uh, let's see. I'm not going to talk about jailbreaks or developers accusing <laughs> Apple of any competitive behavior. Um, Apple does have suggestions if you were declined for an Apple card. I should have probably led with Ooh. this one. Yeah. Mm. Uh, go suck Move it is one of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Do a better job next time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apply different. Apply different. That's it. You're I like that. You're applicating it wrong. Negative public records like bankruptcy or property repossession can color an application. Heavy debt also seen as a negative. Uh, you need disposable income after paying off obligations. If you apply for credit cards or loans frequently or you have a low credit score, you may not be approved. If you were denied, Apple says, uh, make sure everything you submitted was accurate. Uh Provide a clear picture of a state-issued photo ID if one was requested. Of course, the applicant's last name must match the one in the ID. Okay. <laughs> seems seems uh, simple. Uh, make sure your credit report like does not contain errors. So, basically, yeah. Apply different. That's <laughs> exactly <laughs> what you should be doing. Um, let's see. We did the three colors. Oh! My next car, which I'm going to purchase with my Apple titanium Apple card, <laughs> the Porsche Taycan, which is already, I think, sold out for 2020. They're only making 30000 It's the first electric Porsche. Looks really sweet, but there's also no prices announced. If you have to ask, you cannot <laughs> afford it. But it will have an unusual feature. I don't think any other car is doing this. Apple Music will be built into the car. You don't even need a phone. What? What? How did Eddie let this happen with Porsche instead of Ferrari? How did this happen? How did this happen? (laughs) Porsche says it plans to offer three years of complimentary in-card data to customers, and you'll get six months of Apple Music free to new and existing Porsche owners. So, yes, it will have CarPlay, but you don't have to have a phone or connect it up to to get Apple Music, which is, I think, a great way to do, um, you know, kind of a 21st century radio in your $130,000 car. And take this BMW yeah. charges yearly. Yeah, BMW actually charges for access yep. to CarPlay. Yeah. So maybe this is a little shot at BMW. <laughs> uh, Porsche says you'll be able to control Apple Music, but not with Siri. Nine, with your proprietary voice control system. And That's you can, unglaublich. Yeah. You can create a custom Apple Music station from any song you hear while listening to broadcast radio. Oh, that's kind of cool. So you could say, I like this. Give me some more of that. Even if you're listening to broadcast radio. And Porsche will have exclusive Porsche playlists. <laughs> Teslas have Tesla playlists. Listening. But I, want my, yeah. I want my Siri. Yeah. You'll be able to link your Tycon and Apple IDs to remove the need to air, enter a password or pair your phone. And uh, that's cool. Unclear whether Android Auto will be available. Although it's crazy if you put a CarPlay into a a car not to have Android Auto. Yeah. The mm. so Porsche Taycan will be coming out in September and already is sold out through 2020. <laughs> I actually, I actually, even ask I would really like this car. It would be really fun. 
Send Leo a review unit if you're listening. Please, I would like to review your car. All right. Well, imagine to have to keep the box and the packaging for that one. Yeah, the shipping, return shipping is very expensive. Our show today, we're going to take a break. Come back with your picks, okay, kids? Yay. Yay. Our show today brought to you by WWT, Worldwide Technology. A great company. Anybody in enterprise will know. If you, you know, it's hard when you're adding technology to your company. And all, companies are doing it more and more. They're moving to the cloud. They've got to add security uh, because, of course, <laughs> you don't want to be bit by ransomware or, bre- or breaches. And that's a big issue these days. You're looking at new networking and Wi-Fi technologies. And so the best place to go, WWT, because they have built this amazing advanced technology center. They actually started this a decade ago, and it's grown exponentially. Their lab now contains more than half a billion dollars in equipment from hundreds of OEMs and key partners, ranging from the big guys, the heavyweights, like NetApp, Cisco, VMware, and little guys, emerging disruptors like Tanium and Equinix and Expanse. And the beauty of this, of course, WWT's engineers work in these labs every day. They beta test new equipment. They build reference architectures. They design custom integrations for their customers. But it's also a lab you can use. That's pretty amazing. The Advanced Technology Center is an incubator for IT innovation. And it lets you schedule on-demand or... Uh, schedule ahead labs like, for instance, NetApp's Cloud Volumes on Tap. On Tap on Flash, NetApp Disaster Recovery as a Service. So that's if you're thinking about these products, to be able to try them and see how they integrate with your existing infrastructure is gold, solid gold. Hundreds of other labs, too, representing newest advances in things like flash storage, multi-cloud, hyper-converged infrastructure, cloud data management, and more. You can learn about products before you launch. You could spin up proof of concepts and pilots. And this is, they call it lab as a service. It's, a, it's a, literally a dedicated lab space within the ATC where you can perform your own programmatic testing using the vast technology ecosystem WWT has already built. Completely virtual, too, so you don't have to come to St. Louis to do it. You can take advantage anywhere in the world 24-7. They have launched it. We said they would launch it around uh, about this time frame, by the end of the year, uh, summer. The time is finally here. They have launched their new digital platform encompassing the entire ATC ecosystem. This creates a multiplier effect of knowledge, speed, and agility anytime, anywhere around the world for all of WWT's customers. And it's not just the labs. You can get access to articles, to case studies. You get hands-on tools that make a big difference in our increasingly technical world. So if your business uses technology if you need technology you need to know about worldwide technology wwt to learn more about the wwt and the atc and to get access to their new on-demand lab platform you go to wwt.com slash twit there's the page wwt simplifies the complex wwt.com slash twit wwt delivering business and technology outcomes around the world and right into your office today lab as a service andy in notco i like this pick yeah this is actually a repeat of a pick i made a couple of months ago i bought this really cool like pocket-sized flash uh camera flash uh uh 
a couple of months ago. What I liked about it then was that it was what I, it was about the size of a pack of cigarettes. It was inexpensive, about 60 or 70 bucks, runs on two AA batteries. And every single detail of how it was designed was so perfectly designed to be a flash that you put into your you put into your bag, you put into your pocket and you just it will be perfectly useful for everything you want to use it for. The key uh, here is the, the on-camera flash, you know, red eye, it looks horrible, makes people look like they're in the witness protection program. This has a transmitter, so you can move it off camera. Right. The the, the bottom of it is a – it looks like a regular flash with a hot shoe, but you push a button and it's like a transformer. It, just, it, just, it leaves the connection to the uh, little uh, connection to the camera behind and it becomes like a wireless off-camera flash. Uh, so and great. So, what a great So, flash. so great. And just so uh, last weekend, as like I said, was the Fan Expo Boston, uh, and I love shooting like people in costume. So this was the first real live fire exercise of this as an off-camera flash, and I couldn't have been more happy with the results. It gave me exactly what I wanted, which is the ability to just pop some fill into uh, into oh, people's look. Uh, shadows. Look at that. Uh, these really nice little effects. These aren't the effects that you get when you leave, when you have a flash like that's directly on the camera. No. Uh, but on top of that, the it didn't need rechar the 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 transmitter that stays on top of the camera didn't need to be recharged really at all all, all weekend. Uh, the flash itself lasted at least all day on two AA uh, rechargeable batteries. Uh, it was so easy to just take pictures, take pictures, and also make adjustments as I go with it. Uh, and uh, again, small, compact, worked great. Uh, and for 70 bucks, it really is one of the best things I've ever bought for my camera. It works. It'll work with anything that you've got that has like a standard flash hot shoe. Uh, however, it also has like flash sync. So if you have a camera that has a built-in flash, you can have it set. You can set it so that it will automatically trigger in your hand or on a pole or on a tripod as soon as it senses the flash from your camera. So oh, you don't necessarily need to have a hot shoe to make it work. I love uh, that. And to to make it even to even sweeten the deal, they put like a really super bright pair of uh, white LEDs on the front, so you can even use it uh, when you're uh, taking pictures with your phone or taking video pictures. Oh, now if you're looking at it, see this is what I'm talking about of how well thought out this was. It was like well, a bounce. A lot of people like to bounce the flash off the ceiling. So what if we put like the flash like on a little like tilter so that it's no bigger than a normal pocket flash, but you can bounce it. And how much would it cost for us to just put like a little slot? Uh, behind the 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 front uh, the front sheet for it, so that you can put in like uh, uh, like gels and and filters and stuff. So every picture I took last weekend had a little like warming filter on top of it. Uh, again, every single thing they could have could have done, including well, I know it would be really really sexy and cool if it were, had rounded edges, but if we keep all the sides square, that means that someone could just put it on a shelf <laughs> and it won't fall over. And gee, even if they want to put it on a tripod, why don't we put a tripod mount like a tripod? screw on the bottom of it so that if you do want to put it on a tripod it'll work that way too again i, I, I when i was uh, when i was going through my photos last night it really occurred to me that of all the technology stuff i've ever used there are very few times where i've seen something that is absolutely perfect where every problem that you might encounter using this sort of device they anticipated it and they found every opportunity to make this product better and this is a 70 dollar <laughs> flash by a company i've never heard of before they 
make other like uh, camera stuff, but they're not necessarily this boutique Hasselblad-esque uh, <laughs> sort of company. So uh, I couldn't, and uh, so my, my next step is I'm definitely gonna be ordering uh, another one or two of these. You can have multiple flashes key off the exact same transmitter you have on the camera. So I think I'm definitely gonna add another one or two of these to so my bag. So you would suggest getting the flash and the receiver because you wanna- uh it comes the when you buy the when you buy the basic unit the basic unit comes with a flash and the receiver that's sort of uh, again it's, it's built into the bottom of it but when you press a button it the bottom of it pops, it pops off, off and the, so you have the and the bottom too. is actually the transmitter Got right okay. but you can buy extra you can buy extra transmitters you can buy extra uh, extra flash units you can buy extra receivers actually you can buy receivers that will pop onto the bottom of pretty much any flash you've got but I like this one so much that I might just buy a, a another deal. kit yeah. Oh, I'm going to buy Again, one. Could, I think this is great. Be easier. Such a such and when a strong you shot these great pictures, uh, were you holding it uh, and with one hand and the camera with the other, yep. or yeah? What I was doing. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't have it within reach. Uh, what I was doing was, uh, I was holding it. I was uh, holding the camera with one hand and uh, holding uh, the flash with the other. On the second day, uh, there we go. He likes it so day, much he carries it with him at all times, folks. No, no, no. I got, unfortunately, I, I had to dump out my, my my bag was set up for moderating moderating panels uh, and taking pictures. It was not set up for podcasting, so I had to dump everything out. Uh, so for the first for the first one, I was just holding it up, uh, camera like this, and and they flash like that. For the second one, I realized that maybe getting a little bit more height or a little bit more distance was good. So I just had one of these uh, little. I, I might make this a pick of the weeks in some future thing. This is a some things I discovered. These are like lock line sort of like uh, extender connectors, but what it has, where instead of being for like uh, uh, for for liquid, it has like a tripod screw on the bottom and a the other version of that on the top. So I just screwed the uh, flash onto the top of that and was sort of using it as like a handheld like a flash on a stick. And so I was getting a nice. little bit extra distance, a little bit extra like maneuverability with it. Uh, and that really on day two and day three, that was uh, an extra super, super bonus. Uh, but like, again, I said, uh, I, I just love the design of this thing. How, how many times have you used a phone or you've used like a, a router or something uh, or a charger was like, oh, my God, if only they had decided to like give me like a little clip right here, I would not ever have to lose the special connector I need for this. But no, I'm going to lose it. And then you find out that you find something where Every single thing we thought, ah, oh, damn, it's too bad that they didn't put a tri. Oh, wait, they did put a tripod thing. Oh, it's too bad that I won't be able to use a, a filter. Oh, well, no, they did think of that. They did allow me to use a filter with it. Uh, it's, it actually I mean, comes it with a, a gel pack, which is really nice. You get it, a com it comes with gels. a gel pack, but it also yeah. it also lets you find your own solutions. The only problem I found with it is that I was almost exclusively taking pictures of people uh, uh, inside a sort of dark uh, conference hall, which meant that I really wanted, because I wanted the my pictures to be, I wanted to see the background, but also have flat, uh, illuminated on the foreground. To get the background, I used to, I would have to have like sort of a high ISO. But the problem is that a high ISO, when you flat, even though you can uh, adjust this all the way down to 164th flash power, in many cases it was still way too hot. So all I did was I. Take, I pick, cut out a little piece of paper from my notebook and slid it behind like the uh, that filter in that little slot, and that just cut it down again just enough so that uh, I could get exactly the the amount that I needed. Again, it was like if this didn't have this little feature of this little slot where you can insert your own filters, I would have had a problem that would have been difficult to deal with, but it did have it, so I could solve this problem myself. Nice. Very, very happy with it. I just bought it. <laughs> yeah. That it sounds like a very useful thing to have in your kit because I don't like on-camera flash. Having yep. it though is handy, especially with bounce. But then being able to pop it off and putting it out here, and that's great. 
That's really yeah. great. Yeah. And uh, it's from Hong Kong. So it includes 13. You have to add 13 bucks for shipping from Hong Kong post. I think you can actually, you can also buy it. Uh, that was, that's the actual, uh, I went uh, to their website. Page. Yeah. Yeah. If you go, if you go to Amazon, you can actually, you can actually oh. get on Amazon prime and just get it for 69 oh, bucks flat. Shoot. Oh, well <laughs> too late. I already bought it. Lori Gill, your pick of the week. So this is just a little silly thing. Um, one of my coworkers posted a picture. I think it was floating around on, on uh, social means. <clears throat> it's an AirPods case, but it looks like a Pokeball. It's just a simple What I want. Case. So I'm thinking, you know, if you're Renee, if you're Aww. Leo, and <laughs> if you scroll through these Aww. different ones, there's actually a, there are a bunch of different um, Pokemon-related oh. ones. I thought the Pokeball was the cutest one, but... Now, they don't charge in the case... Do they? Uh, no, but they do have an opening at the bottom so that you can plug in oh, your charger. So no, this nice. this would not. It's too thick. You. you oh, your actual your, AirPods case goes in it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, your AirPods case sticks inside of it like a oh, little I nest. get it. So it's just like it's so, a case for your case. Yeah, it's a case for your case, and it's just one? a cute little little fun <laughs> thing for. My only problem is I might know. mistake it for my actual Pokeball, and then I'd be confused. And, and then try to play games <laughs> with. Try it. to play games with it. Yeah. Yeah. But you can really show off your Pokemon pride with this. <laughs> nice. Oh, I'm mad. You're right, Andy. It is available. Free shipping, 69 bucks on Amazon. I'd get it oh, tomorrow. Oh, well. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, well. Hong Kong Post. Hong Kong Post. I'm not going to be. What? I'm. Uh-uh. So that's from uh, that's from uh, Amazon AirPods silicone shockproof AirPods with carabiner case. <laughs> They always have the longest names on Amazon. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's for well, SEO. You got to stuff those keywords. It's for SEO. Yeah, exactly. For a... girls, teens, AirPods. What, boys, teens, AirPods can't have these? No, <laughs> no, no boys allowed. Nope, no boys. So, uh, oh, boys yeah, there's cooties all over them. There's Simba. You, if you're a Lion King yeah. fan, you get yeah. Simba. I think a kid would love, would love these. Yeah. Really cute. Is that, uh, is that... Squirtle? My God. Yep. Squirtle. Squirtle. And, and, uh, Squirtle. Gengar. <laughs> Gengar. Gengar and, uh, I, I, I would have Gengar because Gengar is great for gym defense. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Renee Ritchie, your pick of the week. Uh, okay, so this is something I saw on Peter McKinnon's YouTube channel a little while ago, and it's for a Canadian bespoke handcrafted leather goods uh, maker. Oh. It's just a guy who sits there in his workshop Ooh. every day and knocks out one piece at a time. When the order comes oh, in, he makes it. And I immediately ordered, this is the um, the wallet clip oh, that he has. And it, it, he says there's a long lead time, although this came pretty quickly. But he also has YouTube videos up where he shows how he makes each and every one of these uh, products and there's in the, in the latest ones there's not even any audio you just or not even any talking you just hear him making them and I I was entranced <laughs> I just watched video after video because it's such beautiful beautiful craftsmanship and I know that you can get titanium and all sorts of fancy like wallets leather. and yeah but this is just it's and again it's 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 one dude in Ontario knocking these things out one at a time the way i imagine they've been made since the early days of dungeons and dragons uh so uh i i, I said I, I he had me immediately i ordered them right away and i was yeah, super happy so there's really a wide nice. they make ipod i sorry ipad covers as well uh it's all just beautiful beautiful stuff Mm, Little like, King Goods. I should let say me the see name. yours. Which ones? Which ones did you get? 
I got this one. A little, it has a little the, wallet with a clip. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's got a clip on That's the back. That's actually a good just, idea. I've been using it. Yeah. yeah. Something you can put your brand new Apple card in. <laughs> exactly. Ooh. But just and all the different tools that they use. And it's just so amazing. This is yeah. beautiful. I wonder if I can get this on Amazon. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no although, although, can I suggest a, a little, like, just courtesy rule that anytime your pick of the week is going to be something that's individually handmade upon order, just give the rest of us a heads up before we live stream. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long time. It's going to be a long, time. It's gonna be a long, <laughs> long time. They do take yeah. uh, Google Pay and PayPal, but not the Apple Pay. I'm sorry yeah. to say. Uh, but you, but you're so. This is this is exactly the sort of thing that I I like spending extra money for because yeah. a wallet is just something that is every single morning one of the first things I do is touch this thing and put it in the pocket of whatever pants I'm wearing, and so I like for that thing to be well made to show its age very very well to be like one of those constant things that doesn't change each and every day. I can sort of count on it, and uh, also knowing that it's is being handmade by someone who put a lot of thought into it, it just makes you feel pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, it's mesmerizing watching him make this. So now too. it's gonna yeah. be a race between this wallet and my Hong Kong Post <laughs> Flash. Yeah, this is an expensive show for me. Yeah, <laughs> littlekinggoods.com. Yeah. This really is sweet. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can see I bought it. Don't show that. Let's <laughs> play, <laughs> Leo. Oops. I am such a sucker. You can see why I had to kill my Instagram account. I can't. I just like Mr. Impulse by your Apple card's yeah. going to look so interesting. It's going to be all <laughs> colors of the rainbow, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Did you use Apple your Apple card? No, I couldn't. That? It wasn't. Neither one allowed me to use my Apple card. Sad to say, Ugh. I have still not used it. <sighs> huh? Buy it with my phone. Doesn't seem to work. <laughs> I keep tapping. <laughs> that concludes. Oh, I did. I should show this because this was a Renee recommendation that I bought a couple of weeks ago. This really is nice. This Sorry. is a two terabyte Samsung portable SSD Thunderbolt three. Now it's pricey, but except when you think that this is a Thunderbolt three M dot two two terabyte drive yeah. for eight hundred bucks. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Because usually so Thunderbolt fast. drives are very, very expensive. Comes with a Thunderbolt uh, cable, and I have to say, yes, it gets hot, but not, I'm um, not unbearably. It'd be guys a good pocket warmer after you know you go to a football <laughs> game. Make sure you copy a lot of data to it, and then uh, you, then you, <laughs> then you have a nice pocket warmer. Um, That's such a good idea. <laughs> is it? Yeah, right. It's just the right size. Um, anyway, thank you, Renee, for that one, and I'll show in about eight weeks when my wallet comes. Yes. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I will show you that. Uh, Renee Ritchie, imore.com slash Vector. He's going to run off, make a bunch of videos. Yes, do, sir. Do some great stuff, I know. Always a pleasure, Renee. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Leo. Anything else you wish to plug? Uh, no, I'm going to have the video version of that preview up tomorrow, and then I'm doing a, deep, a deeper dive into iOS 13 and all the new enterprise features because they have a whole new custom setup method for enterprise that I actually found nice. interesting. So, all right. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, Renee. Andy Anako, he's at the public library. <laughs> and uh, every week with WBUR, uh, no, you're with WGBH. NPR. Uh, yes. It's that other guy, Ben Brock Johnson, yes. who's at WBR, at w, uh, WGBH in Boston, at the Boston Public Library. What day this week? 
Uh, looks like we're settling into a regular Friday. So it's Friday again this week uh, at the Boston Public Library Studio. So come in and watch. I think I'm going to be on at 11.30. I could be misremembering, but hey, it's a, it's a library. You'll find places to hang out, that get a coffee, get a cookie. Fun. Sounds wonderful. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. And of course, the great Lori Gill, managing editor at iMore, Appleholic on the Twitter. When's, uh, when are we going to see you uh, performing uh, at sick, with Sickburn? I think our next show is September 13th, so I have a couple of weeks off this time. Nice. I, I usually We usually play more often, so it's kind of nice to have that break. <laughs> we're, we're recording, though, too, so even though I'm breaking from playing shows, I'm still <gasps> always, always out there. Always She's in the studio <laughs> all night long. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Lori. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We do Mac Break Weekly on Tuesdays right after iOS Today. Make it a Tuesday Apple Day with uh, This Week in Tech. Uh, all you have to do to watch the live stream is twit.tv slash live. Watch or listen. You can you can listen live as well. Uh, this show's usually around 11, 11.30 a.m. Pacific. Uh, that would be 2 p.m., 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. That'd be 2100 UTC. Of course, I understand you've got a busy life, so why don't you get it on demand? That's another way to do it at the website, twit.tv slash mbw. Download a copy. Uh, again, audio or video. Or subscribe. See those buttons there? Apple Podcasts, Google Pocket Cast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, RSS, or subscribe on YouTube too. If you subscribe that way, you'll have it ready for your next big commute the minute it's available. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. And now you got to get back to work, though, because break time is over. Bye-bye. <laughs>